Okay, so welcome back to another edition of Cloud Conversations. I am your host, Harvey Banks, and today is Wednesday, November the 17th. First things first, I just want to say thank you to everyone that watched Monday's episode on YouTube for the first time. Uh, YouTube is kind of a new platform for us when it comes to this show. Obviously, we know what the fuck YouTube is, but we had spent no significant time producing any kind of content to go on YouTube. So getting this to simultaneously stream on YouTube as well as Spotify and as well as Apple uh, was kind of a big move that we took way too long trying to make anyways. So we're there now. Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you don't mind, please head over to YouTube and just search for Harvey Banks on YouTube and find my page. You can subscribe there. Check out the video if you get time. If you enjoy listening to this in the morning while you're getting ready with the audio only, that's completely okay too. Uh, Ain't nothing changing for you. And I still just really appreciate uh, your support. And so therefore, I'm not going to keep you long. Kind of like always, uh, if you're new here, morning edition of this show is usually pretty short. Just something to get you out the door. Uh, Sometimes we cover heavy topics. Sometimes I cover, you know, just light lighthearted stuff to to really set the tone for the day sometimes it's super motivational sometimes i'm just in here playing around so definitely or especially if you're watching on youtube and these is the first episodes you've ever seen or heard of cloud conversations just know that the morning editions usually are just me and also it's uh it can be pretty random it's just the first things that come to my mind when i get up in the morning when i get ready to do this you know, all that fun stuff. Um, today, I want to start with uh, something that is super relevant. And uh, the two names alone kind of draw attention, no matter what sector of society that you're in. But for somebody like me that really, really loves hip hop uh, and loves music in general, these two people have dominated uh, almost two decades at this point of my life. So, it's good to see the two of them back on the same page, apparently. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, Kanye West last night posted a picture of him, Drake and Jay Prince at what appeared to be Drake's house. And then Drake posted a video of himself dancing at what appeared to be a party inside of Drake's house with Kanye. So uh, it seems that whatever the issues were, between the two of them have been resolved or being resolved and personally as a music fan I'm just happy to see that it's funny though I believe and I've always said this I just said this to my cousin just the other day I believe Drake and Kanye have way more in common than they do not in common for lack of a better way to say that uh I think that Drake is the rapper that Kanye West thinks he is. And I think Kanye West is the producer slash album maker that Drake thinks he is. Because to me, the only knock I have on Drake is just personally for me, his albums never have that just push play quality and let it run all the way through. Now, he's got a couple that that. Trust me, the man doesn't miss. I'm, I don't want people to take that as a me saying that Drake has terrible albums. I'm not saying that at all. It's just in comparison to that other dude, 
those Kanye West albums, you hit play and it just takes you on a journey. It's just a different experience. And I think Drake wants that to be his album so bad, but it's just not. But Drake has those records every single year that'll just live forever. And I think that's what Kanye wants. And I don't think those hit like that. So, like, I think what each of them want is very similar to the same thing. Therefore, that could be the reason for the disagreements that they have and the issues that they seem to have resolved at this point. Uh, One key factor in this that I want to spend a minute talking about is the J Prince factor. So. Everybody watched the interview that Kanye did on Drink Champs with Nori. And during that interview, he brought up Jay Prince's name probably three times. And he said that the the night previous, he was with Jay Prince at Jay Prince's house. And they discussed, you know, the Drake situation and also the fact that both Drake and Kanye are kind of working to free Larry Hoover, right? And so they had this common goal in mind, this common interest. And so a lot of times when two people are at odds or when two people are beefing, right? The first step is the common ground. So in conflict resolution, if you can find something that they can both agree on, that's the first step, right? That's the first step into the room of, okay, now maybe we're ready to have these other conversations about these things, right? So I believe that, again, I don't know that it started with Jay Prince for Drake because I've all I've known that's been a big issue for, for Kanye. Uh, he's been seen everywhere he's been. Larry Hoover Jr., which is Larry Hoover's son, the founder of the Gangster Disciples, his son, has been everywhere with Kanye and vice versa on this campaign to get his father free. So I've I've known this has been a major, major deal for Kanye for quite some time, not just with the listening parties, as he explained during Drink Champs. If you haven't seen that Drink Champs episode, go check that out or not, both parts now. Um, they did such a great job. Nori, DJ EFN, like Revolt. Drink Champs did a great job with that interview. But he kind of laid out all the other things he was doing to help the, the cause as well. Uh, they got him some new, new attorneys doing things on his behalf. When Kanye went to the White House outside of that weird, weird shit that the exchange he had with Trump where he was trying to hug Trump and shit. Uh, he did speak with Trump about releasing or pardoning Larry Hoover. Uh, from what I understood, I don't think that conversation went too far. That's kind of how Kanye played it in the interview. But again, you guys might have interpreted that a little bit different. But Kanye was kind of uh, he was all over the place in that interview. So it was kind of hard to keep up with what happened in that exact situation inside the White House. But I mean, none of it really matters. What I'm trying to say is like he's been doing this for a while. Uh, Drake has had a relationship with Jay Prince for a very long time. I do know that. And if this is important to Jay Prince, then it's also important to Drake because Drake's loyalty, that's how his loyalty runs, right? Uh, if it's important to somebody that's important to him, it's an important thing, right? 
And so this being the common ground, I also think is just a beautiful, beautiful thing because let's, let me start with the Larry Hoover situation. Larry Hoover is the founder of the Gangster Disciples. The Gangster Disciples is a gang mainly in Chicago. It's spread all over the country at this point, but like it was founded there in Chicago and the initial credence of the Gangster Disciples was to protect their communities, educate the community, um, and and honestly protect the community from the police because there was a lot of bad cops and a lot of dirty cops and a lot of situations going on that they felt they had to protect their own community. So this led to the forming of the Gangster Disciples. Now, did it get did it grow into something that was other than that? Yes. As these things tend to always do the crips have a similar past you know setting up to protect the people in their neighborhoods from dirty cops and rival gang members and stuff like that too and then it kind of evolves into its own thing and once it gets so big and so young the the youth play a big role in that it can easily get out of hand and, and not resemble what it was meant to resemble now i'm not saying larry hoover was a saint nor was Kanye and nor was his son but what they are saying is I believe it's the first step act it's a new act that under this act he should be eligible for release and the, the point that they're making is everyone else that was also involved in his case has since been released from prison but they will not release him because I believe they're afraid that maybe he's still that guy. But again, Larry Hoover's got to be 70 years old at this point. And when I say that guy, I mean, they think he's probably he could be calling shots and, you know, doing bad in Chicago. I personally don't believe that would be the case. I believe Larry Hoover being released from prison would actually really, really help Chicago. Uh, Larry Hoover is one of those rare names that rings bells with a lot of older people but also can still ring bells with these younger cats right so anytime you can get a leader like that back onto the streets uh for the purpose of leading i believe is a positive positive thing um now let me let me transition into talking about jay prince for a minute because jay prince needs his flowers man jay prince created rap a lot records right and if you want the history on jay prince and rap a lot records and scarface and all of that things that happened down there in houston i'm not that guy i'm just not quite old enough to know to know and do justice to the legacy that rap a lot has but i do know about that name jay prince jay prince has had the reputation of getting shit done respectfully for three, four decades at this point, right? It's one of those things to where Jay Prince is the real life godfather. And this is what I mean by that. Kanye West is, well, says he's worth nine billion at this point. Again, I don't know if it's full of nine billion or back to the six. It doesn't matter. Kanye West is a billionaire and Drake is the biggest artist in the world. 
both of which answer that phone every time Jay Prince calls. Now, Kanye released a video a few few days ago. It's probably been about a week at this point where it's him and Jay Prince. And the funny shit about that was I actually thought that Jay Prince was holding Kanye hostage. And I seen in the comments that somebody said something like blink twice <laughs> if you're in trouble because uh, Kanye looked like he was reading exactly what the fuck Jay Prince told him to read. And people might see that as Jay Prince, you know, punk and Kanye or something like that. But I, I don't take it as that. And then like again once again drake is probably tired of kanye but when jay prince calls and says hey son it's over the two of you need to get together on this one cause there's no questions you put that shit aside and you do what the boss man says and that's what i mean by jay prince is like the real life godfather because the level of respect that these two men have like these two men and those two egos instantly go aside for this man and that's something that like man we need more of that we need so many more jay princes in this world and that's what i believe larry hoover could be on the streets of chicago because if you guys don't know what's going on in chicago with the violence it's i don't know i wanted to say like a war zone but it's just sad man it's sad at, at the rate that these kids are killing each other, uh, killing other people. The, the killing of black people in Chicago is just it's a sad thing. But like, I don't get into gang politics, especially in Chicago, because I don't know anything about that. I know a little bit, but like, that's not my life. So I don't ever pretend to be the one that's going to tell you what it's like or what it is or what it is. And I'm not going to do that. But I do know that having leaders in the community, any community makes it better. So. I'm hoping that this leads to Larry Larry Hoover being free. I'm hoping that the youth and everyone can take can see this and use this as um kind of like a blueprint of conflict resolution as well, right? It's not they not checking you, it's not sunning you when the Godfather speaks and you listen. See, this isn't even the first time that Jay Prince has stepped in and solved the situation. And it's funny because I was watching Brilliant Idiots uh, just yesterday, but the episode was from last week. And Charlemagne was talking about that he's got a few of those Jay Prince phone calls. And basically, he told Andrew, you just fucking fall in line. You just do what he says needs to be done. And you don't build up that kind of credibility and respect without doing things and doing people the right way so shout out to jay prince shout out kanye shout out drake uh, i know people are wondering like are we gonna get music between the two of them i don't know and i don't really care at this point but i will say this drake if you're listening you should let kanye produce a whole project for you give him creative control and let him take you to the moon because your lyrical ability and your rapping ability meshed with his production genius ear man I think it would be a masterpiece and I would love to hear it but if we never hear it I I don't mind I'm just glad to see that these two brothers are back on the same page Uh, I went a little bit longer than I wanted to on that topic but let me transition into (sighs) another topic i wanted to talk about 
Um, yeah. Another topic that I wanted to talk about. So I had a friend give me a call and run a scenario by me. And I won't get I'm not going to get too deep into the scenario because it's still pretty new for him and it's raw to him. And I know he listens and I wanted him to come and speak, but like he's, he's, he's going through it, not going through it. Like this nigga's down bad or nothing, but like, I'm just going to take the personal out of it for him. So basically we had a conversation about like when two people are dating and, or you just seeing where it's going to go or you start to, you know, develop romantic feelings for each other and you take it, to that next level and you've now got time invested and energy invested at what point should you just be taking them for who they are or do you have the right to ask them to be better I don't know how to put it I don't know really how to put it without like telling the whole situation so I'm going to try to tiptoe around this here what I'm saying is If your partner was a certain way when you met them and like you were completely okay with them being this person when you met them and then y'all get together and you try to change this person, take it from me and take it from experience. Even if those changes that you're trying to implement on them are good and will do them good they're going to eventually resent you for that. And this is kind of what I was explaining to him. You mean well for them and you hope for well for y'all, right? So once you take another step deeper into this past the we kind of got feelings for each other and you start to think and or look towards the future, well, you no longer just go off of feeling of that moment you start to take into account what could come up in the future you look at the risk and you look at the risk for one reason because you're past that right now this is fun situation and you're walking into an investment situation an investment i mean by like your your time and your energy and your feelings right so when we move to the point that we're ready to invest That's when our research starts to change, whether it be, you know, relationships or like business or money or anything. Right. It's like, ooh, I'm about to invest some time and some energy in this. What could go wrong? And maybe it's they have a a temper. Right. So while it's just fun and we're playing around, them having a temper isn't a problem. Kind of like, so say you're renting a car or you're leasing a car and you go to the lot and they've got like this really economical car that's going to get you a long way on a little bit of gas. Um, It's fiscally responsible, right? But then they've got this massive Dodge, beautiful truck. But that bitch burns gas, right? But I'm only going to do this for a little bit of time. So I kind of want to, you know. Let me see what this truck can do. That's that's the vibe going into it, right? So you drive the truck for a week. 
let's say you got a rental, right? It's a rental. You, you got it for a week. You're driving it wild because everybody knows what the fuck we do to rental cars. You're driving it around. You're pulling out. And yes, it's burning a lot of fucking gas, but you don't give a fuck because you're having a good time for the moment. It's the small moment. And then it's time to get a new car. And you really, really like this truck. So you don't want to let this truck go. So you start to think to yourself, my week is coming up and I got to make a, I got to do something right. I really want this truck. I really, really want this truck. So then you start to thinking, if I buy a truck like this, what are the reasons not to? Damn, I'm going to spend a lot of money in gas and gas prices are creeping up. So this could be an overall bad investment, right? But I'm going to spend a bunch of money, a bunch of money in gas. Do I want to do that? And that doesn't instantly mean you're not going to buy the truck. You might say it's worth it to me to buy the truck, even though I know I'm going to be spending more than average in gas. Right. What I'll just do is, I don't know, I'll buy a coffee maker. And instead of buying my coffee every morning from Starbucks, I'll just make my own coffee. I could probably save, you know, 15 to 20 bucks a week. You know, that's. If it's 20 bucks a week, we're looking at 80 bucks a month. And that's about a fill up. So we could cut into this cost a little bit because I really want to ride this truck, ride this truck. Let's switch it back to the girl because we're going in that direction anyways. So when it's a relationship, it's the same, right? This fun little trial rental periods over. And now it's clearly time. Do we do we take the next step or what do we do? Because I'm starting to fall in love with this truck slash girl. So you think to yourself the same that you thought to yourself when you were about to make that investment. What are the things that could come along to make this a bad investment? I don't like that she has a temper. So you got to ask yourself. Has she always had the temper? Yeah, she had a temper when I met her, but it didn't matter because she wasn't mine and we were just having a good time. And she never really got a temper with me because, like, we do this thing where we come and we go. But I can see it because the tempers kind of come up at other people. But, like, I was overlooking it. But now that I'm about to make an investment, there's a good chance that temper is going to come back on me at some point. So I'll tell you what. I do like her. Maybe I'll just talk to her about having a temper. And then, you know, let her know that that's my concern. And then maybe she can just work on not having such a temper. And then this could work. So you go to her and you speak and you say, hey, I really want to invest in you. And I know you're thinking about a future with me, too. But see, like, there's this problem. Like, you kind of got a temper. And I don't like that because I think it's going to cause us problems going forward. Would that be something that you're willing to work on? So let me pause right here. Women's brains are just wired differently than us. The way that men look at things and say, okay, what ways can this go wrong? Let me see if I can avoid it. And if I can't, nah, nah, I'm good. Women also notice your flaws. 
but a good quality in a man can cancel out a negative one in a woman's mind right and women don't just naturally come up to you and be like hey i need you to work on this simply because well one is because they think they can overcome anything it's a flaw of theirs like you tell them that it's this and they think well i can change him you can't most of the time but like that's just women are just kind of wired a little bit differently so when you the first time you go to her and you say hey I'm thinking about investing in our future, but I'm a little concerned about your anger and your temper. She's going to say, what are you talking about? And then you're going to say, well, remember that situation, such and such, blah, blah, blah. Remember that situation, such and such, blah, blah, blah. I kind of didn't like how you reacted. I didn't say anything because I didn't feel like it was my place. But like, if we're going to be together, like, I, I don't think I would like you to react like that about things. And she's going to say, oh, I mean, I didn't think it was that big a deal. But I mean, if it's. Yeah, I can work on it because to her, she's made her mind up that this investment is worth it on her end. Right. So what you just said, she does not like. She's not going to necessarily say that she doesn't like that, but she does not like she might even work on her temper for you. Right. She might even actually get better at it. But at some point down the road, it's going to come up and that temper is going to win. And when you bring up the fact that you're getting a temper again, look, this is what I mean. You're angry. She's going to fight back so hard on that, that then she's going to associate you with losing her temper. And she's going to eventually resent you because you pointed this flaw out to her. So she's going to attach it to you, even if it's something she wanted to work on. When it doesn't go well, she's going to blame you. And so basically what I was trying to say was, hey, bro, like, don't try to change her. Adapt. Look at it and see if it's an investment that you want to make. If you do, great. If you don't, now's the time. Now's the time to be like, hey, I don't think it's going to work just because who you are doesn't line up with who I am. Don't go into the investment thinking you're going to make changes. Because you can't change them and you shouldn't want to. Don't get to the investment. Don't get all the way to the investment phase if it's built on this thing that you've already created in your mind for who they should be. It's just not going to work. And they're going to end up resenting you. Love, like, and fuck with people for who they are currently. But just deal with them appropriately. If you're dealing with someone that can't be trusted, but you have to slash want to just deal with them, deal with them, but don't trust them. And when they do something untrustworthy, don't get mad at that because that's who they are. And you chose to do this anyways. So like if. If the anger is a deal breaker. Stop the deal. Break the deal. If it's not a deal breaker, let it go. Because they're going to end up resenting you for it. Be real and authentic about what you want up front. And it makes it easier to see what you're investing in and vice versa. Perhaps she doesn't even know. So like maybe she wants to be, she wants this thing to work out great too. 
But if you're not being 100 about who you are and exactly what you're looking for and what you're about, she doesn't know how to adjust either. So it takes a lot of communication and it takes some uncomfortable conversations. And you can take the romantic side out of it. Business partners, friendships, any of that. Employee, employer relationships. Be authentic. Tell the truth. Even when it sounds weird. I know this sounds bad, but no, let's lead with that. Let's get these things out of the way. And then I can look at what I got and be like, yeah, I think I want to invest in this anyways. Again, like the truck and the gas. I know I'm going to have to pay more in gas, but it's worth it to me. I'll make some cuts here. I know Shorty got an anger problem, but her loyalty is out of here. So it it might be worth it. I'm going to put up with that smart ass mouth because that heart is golden. And if you choose to walk into that, well, then you got to let that mouth be smart and let that heart stay golden. It's simple. Honesty always wins. Trust me. It's uncomfortable at first, but you go to bed at night knowing exactly what you paid for. It's Cloud Conversations. This was a super long morning edition. Please don't get used to these. But just know that I appreciate you guys. If you're listening to this on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribe, follow, rate, review, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. If you're watching this on YouTube, I appreciate you guys so much. Again, I ain't been on YouTube like this before. Uh, Talk shit in the comments if you want. I'll comment back. We can have some open discussions. Also, I'm going to do this. If you got an interesting story and you want to be on the show, I don't give a shit what you want to talk about. We can just chop it up and you got access to a phone or computer. You can jump right in. Let's do it. I'm open. Um, Trying to think about where I could send you to kind of send me a message at. Let's just do this in the show notes. I'll put an email address that you can email about joining, being on the show. Uh, Kind of tell me your story, what you want to talk about. And yeah, let's just go from there. Again, it's the morning edition. Today is Wednesday, November the 17th. Have a great day. I'm signing off.